This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Yellow Home Podcast. Music's greatest songs, greatest songs worth covering. Original classic hit makers. And I'm so ready to talk about this artist because um, actually I ended up um, having a personal uh, sort of thing with him. I don't mean a thing. I mean just meeting him in in a personal situation with friends. Quite inadvertently, wouldn't have ever known it was coming. Really, really random, and it sort of gave a spin on the artist because I didn't know him. So for me, he was just a bit too early.、Um, but actually, when you go through his life, he had a huge career and has had a huge career. He is a rock and blues singer-songwriter, and yes, he is English. But actually,、um, born in in Middlesbrough, or rather raised in Middlesbrough, but he's Italian and Irish descent, and has this very, very distinctive husky gravel voice.、Um, he plays slide guitar, so that's why you thought of the kind of the country sound,、um, and that's what he always wanted to do. And he's described by the Guinness Rockopedia. As having the, as being sorry, the gravel-voiced guitar stalwart. I love the word stalwart. Have you heard that one before? No. Stalwart. No, no. It's like the rock. Wow. As in, he's a rock of rock. You know, he is the concrete of it. Anyway, his name is Christopher Anton Rea, and that's obviously the the Irish and the Italian in him coming together.、Um, had an absolute a- array of albums and songs that hit. Um, the top ten in the UK, various parts of Europe and America, before the 1980s, and then the 1980s had this huge kind of wave of success.、Um, but that wouldn't put him necessarily on the map for us because it was very early. We're talking 1980 and the early 80s.、Um, so big European star,、um, and only cracked a UK top ten. Um, in 1980, with the song that I'm going to play, which is "The Road to Hell," and that's where I came in.、Mm. Um, I want you to imagine friends of mine who were much older than me.、Um, so I'm an early teen. My older friends bought a recording studio, and it was in a little place called Bourne End,、um, south of England. Okay. And、uh, it's about an hour and a half outside London. And they kept saying, "Oh, Chris Rea used to record his albums there."、Uh, but one of the things they were massively saying was, "Who's the、um, guy in Led Zeppelin? Who Led Zeppelin, the lead singer or the guitar guy? Do you know there are going to be loads of rock fans shouting at the radio now? So bad that Jimmy Page. There we go.、Mm. So Jimmy Page, very famous guitarist. Yeah." So they buy this recording studio. Contracts are exchanged like they like they are when you buy a property. That's the first time you're given the keys and you're allowed in. And we ran into this recording studio. It was so exciting and it was vast and it had bedrooms and so artists can stay. And it was on a river and there was a big wheel and there was lots of glass. Anyway, when we went into,、uh, there was it could hold like twenty people, an orchestra.、Uh, this studio was absolutely huge. And we went into it and there, lined up against the wall, were all these guitars. Mm. And we called the、uh, my friend Rod called the estate agent and said, "There's a load of guitars in here, about." And the guy went,、oh, "I was supposed to remove the remove them. Don't touch them. They're Jimmy Pages." So、wow. we, of course, we all went back in and went.、Oh, and what did we do? We all held them because that's what you do. Nice.、Um, yeah. So when I tell friends that I've held Jimmy Page's guitars, again,、yeah. it's one of those、um, one of those moments. Like, why did that happen to you? There are so many people who would have loved to have held <laughs> the guitar of Jimmy Page,、yeah. and you're there going, "I don't even know he does." <laughs> it's so true. It's a Pele moment.
Yeah. Um, so we had a couple of moments in this recording studio, and one of them, one of them was that. And then they, we completely—I say we, the royal we. I was just a friend of a friend. I happened to be there, but they were gutting it. I was there every day. We were. I was staying. All the builders were there. Now I used to sometimes bring the builders uh, lunch, and because um, it's not like it is here. You know, builders—they're quite revered in the UK. They, they get a lot of money, and it's a very specialist well, trade. Well, builders are revered here too. Yeah. I, I, yeah. You know what I mean. I'm just um, kidding so, with yeah. you, fam. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I thought yeah. I'd really put yeah. my foot in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scared. Scared. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, <laughs> I got wow. you. Yeah, 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 I got you. I got you. And I walked in with like twenty cups of tea, and wow. I made loads of food, and you know, because I was just pleased to be there. It's the most exciting thing ever. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sitting with all these guys, and there was all guys, it was plasterers and all sorts, and we're all having a laugh and a joke. And this big guy walked in. And uh, walked in through the doorway, put his hands up on the bar of the door, and he went, hi. And everyone sort of turned around and went, hi, because you've just walked in. You've just walked, and you must have come through the gate, and there was no security and everything, but you've got mm. to come up the gravel drive. And he went, how's it going? And, and everyone's like, yeah, it's going, it's going well. Who the and hell are you? Who the <laughs> hell are you? And then suddenly two other people came with him. And they went, sorry, uh, you, Adam, you're, um, you're managing the project. And Adam said, yes, I am, and got up. And he went, oh, this is Chris. Chris Rea. And there was this shaking of hand with 20 builders all going, oh my God, it's Chris Rea. And me going, who's Chris Rea? Yeah. You know, it was one of those moments. <laughs> anyway, amazing, amazing moment. And then afterwards, when he left, they all went, he's, he wins all the Brit Awards. He's the guy who did that. He's the guy wow. who did that. And they named all his songs. And he'd just come out with an album called The Road to Hell. And this is the song from mm. that that made number one in the UK, wow. went, to the, went to America. This is his biggest hit ever. The, the song is actually written about the M25 and the M4 in the UK. The M25 is like the Sheikh Zayed Road, mm. but worse for traffic, worse for everything. You can, you can travel the M25. Mm. It's a round motorway that goes right around London so that you don't have to go into London. Yeah. Um, you can drive it at 3.30 a.m. on a Tuesday morning and you will have cars everywhere. It's just jam solid. It's the worst That's motorway ever. How many ever. lanes is it? Uh, five. They're always working on it. They've all, there's always parts that are uh, damaged and then they're always work because it gets so what's, much heavy what's traffic. What's the trick? Why is it always busy? Because London is such the hub of the country and mm. the south is the hub of the country, um, all the trucks use it because the trucks are fined now if they go through London. Okay. They've pushed all traffic out of London. And so uh, in order for a car to enter London, it's £250 for a day. So everyone that. uses the M25 um, and you just can't move. The two airports are either side of it. You've got Heathrow one end, you've got Gatwick the other. So everyone's trying to get to the main airports, their main European airport. It's, her it's horrendous. Wow. And so when you hear this song, you'll understand that he, he wrote it apparently while sitting in the car, stuck in traffic on the M25, going, this is the road to hell. Wow. And that's what this song is about. Um, lots of funny uh, stuff about him. I won't go through his life. He grew up in the north. He grew up saying that in the north, everyone was told if you were into music, you had to be into rock. And he had other kinds of influences and he wanted to do other stuff. And they're all names that I never heard of. They go back to the 50s. Um, but he wanted to be something a bit different. And then he found the slide guitar and that's where he went. And he was very influenced by muddy waters and gospel blues and things, which is mm. quite interesting. Um, his mum and dad supported him um, and, and off he went. This is all he wanted to do. He's often been compared to Mark Knopfler from um, mm. Dire Straits, Eric Clapton. Wow. He's, he's one of those. He's just not as big as them, but he is one of those. And so now listen to this song, which is the most amazing record. And it was, and it was number one, When I Met the Man at the Recording Studio. Enjoy it. It's Chris Rea 
It's The Road to Hell from 1980 on The Music Greats on Yellowhome. Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 5 p.m.